You're listening to Positively Anti-Inflammatory, the show for people just like you who want to keep inflammation down and your spirits up. I'm your host, Alyssa Abrahamson, functional nutritional therapist and wellness coach. Today and every Wednesday, I'm here to be your coach and your guide as I offer insightful ways for you to lead a positively anti-inflammatory life. Hello and welcome to episode 140. Today we're talking uh, feeling your feelings and letting them go. So this is such a huge topic and so many ways that we could go about it and things to explore and discuss. And I'm going to really just try and narrow it down. And I wanted to address address this for a few reasons. First, I believe that there's always an emotional root cause to any sort of health issue or physical pain or physical health issues. So if, if and when we suppress our feelings and we don't feel our feelings, they can get trapped in our body and that can turn into inflammation and that inflammation can be expressed in a myriad of of chronic conditions and health issues. And second, we live in a culture that that resists and fears emotion. So when we're young, often we are taught to shut off, quote, negative feelings like sadness or pain or anger. And when we suppress or when we overly control our emotions, this can have serious health consequences. And then we're also told or we're taught to just let it go. You know, often we think that we just need to let it go. And yes, letting go in in the right context can be helpful and healing, but it's complex also. And I've just been thinking about this. Are we getting mixed messages? Some say feel your feelings. Some say let it go. So which is it? Feel your feelings or let them go? So really in today's conversation in today's podcast it's i really my intention is to bring awareness to these these ideas and your patterns and really want to just call attention to reflecting on your thoughts and feelings in order to cultivate more self-awareness self-compassion and under- understanding towards yourself and also towards others you know, when we when we talk about physical and mental or emotional health, they're they are linked. They're inextricably linked. Our emotions and feelings in our body can trigger inflammation or they can tame inflammation. So what you're feeling or suppressing or what you're holding on to or what you're letting go is an impact on your physical as well as your mental and emotional health and spiritual well-being as well. So Let's first discuss this idea of letting it go. Let it go. What does that mean? Let it go. When someone 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 says to you, just let it go, how does that impact you? I mean, I guess it depends. It depends on the their, you know, how they're saying it to you, their tone, their intention. But I think generally this idea of letting it go involves Maybe, you know, kind of moving from conflict or an argument or whatever turmoil is happening in your thoughts, in your head, and then at the same time, simultaneously 
trying to choose to accept what reality is right now. Just let it go. And also, you know, telling someone to let it go can can both be supportive if you're coming from a place of love and care. Can you know that like the first example, it can be dismissive. Telling someone to let it go can be dismissive and it can it can be, you know, this energy of impatience. It can be like a demand and a judgment to let it go. It's like a demand because we know we're supposed to let it go. And if we don't let it go and we're keeping ourselves in this state of anxiety or suffering or misery or disappointment, that ain't good. And then it can also be judgment because apparently, you know, we're choosing to hold on to something painful that we could simply release. So then if we continue to hold on and not let go, it might be our own fault that we're perpetuating our own suffering. So... You know, are people telling you, let it go? Are you telling people, let it go? Do you tell yourself, let it go? And what's the energy around that? It's totally going to depend, of course, on the circumstance and the situation. But let's be mindful about this. Is it helpful? Is it supportive? Is it impatient or dismissive? This is really something to consider. And if we're clinging to our feelings and our thoughts and continuing to, you know, get in this thought loop, rethinking, retelling, ruminating, you know, over our painful thoughts and experiencing, that's that's not feeling our feelings. Like we know when our when we're in our head and we're ruminating and we're stewing, and we need to recognize the difference. So what if we thought of letting go as a practice of breaking the habit of con- breaking the habit of continually, you know, reintroducing those thoughts and feelings that cause us pain or anxiety or what what have you. You know, letting letting go can be resisting that urge to build this whole story, you know, or storyline out of some experience that's upsetting to us. Getting in the habit of feeling our direct experience on its own in our body first. And then naming that because that is helpful. And, you know, as I've been working on this, you know, topic and thinking your podcast and thinking about this, this topic, I've, I've recognized that I've really thought about, thought about this. I generally don't when I think about telling someone, you know, let it go, I kind of don't feel comfortable with that because it really does seem judgy. And there is this element of kind of, okay, move on. Let's let's move on. Like let it go. Just, you know, get over it. And I think there is a softer way to support someone through a negative thought loop or if they're really stuck in this and and it's and it's going to be supportive to let let it go. So, you know, we might want to ask, you know, ask yourself or ask the person that you're with or concerned about coming from a place of care and compassion. Ask, what if you let it go? What would that be like for you? Would that be helpful? What would you need to do to support yourself to let it go? 
For me, I've noticed, you know, with myself that if I'm caught in this negative thought loop and I know that it's not that I'm not feeling my feelings, but rather I'm creating the storyline. And I just said this, but I just want to say this again. So like I'm I'm perpetuating the discomfort and helpful thoughts and feelings. And I've learned to say, if I know that it's a thought loop and it just needs, I need to get it out, negative thought loop, I need to get out of my brain. I've learned to say, I am letting it go instead of, I, oh, I'm trying to let it go. That word trying kind of gets in the way, I think, of this. It's like if you're letting it go and it's going to be something as, you know, I was about to say as simple as that. I know it's not always simple to let things go. But if 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 we're thinking about feelings, are feeling our feel, feelings, not necessarily versus letting it go, but or letting it go, like considering these two things. I I think that there is a difference and just recognizing that. And then if we're focused on uh, like a thought loop and a negative thought loop and this pattern that's kind of keeping us in a place that, that isn't necessarily about, about really feeling that emotion and emotion and letting it work through our body. And like that, it's about this thought loop thinking about just telling yourself I'm letting it go for me personally, that has completely helped when I've shifted that thought versus I'm trying to let it go. So really, I've learned the difference to recognize my feelings to, you know, my need right to recognize the difference between needing to feel my feelings and letting them go. And I'll, I he's like thinking, I was like, Oh, my God, this was, oh, I know that you've experienced we've just all experienced these things where something happens, and you just think it over and over and over again. And and it's just like, oh my God. So there was this time, I think it was like early 2021 and, you know, major pandemic time and everyone's, you know, lost it and just crazy energy. And I was at Trader Joe's and I think I can't remember exactly, but I had a very, very upsetting and negative encounter with um, a woman at Trader Joe's. I think I accidentally like hit her cart or something happened and we were in masks. And I think I, I said, excuse me or something. And she didn't hear me. And she like flipped, flipped out on me. And I know that I had a very negative reaction towards her. And I don't remember what it was. And I'm kind of glad because it was so upsetting to me because that's not my general experience, but just tension and and anger and frustration. Every everything was at such high emotions. It was such a such a terrible time. And you know what what did I do? Did I feel those feelings of anger and frustration? Did I let it go both? Like what was happening? I remember I I was so upset and I was so angry and I was grocery shopping and I was just not, I was just fuming in that anger. And I remember I, I called my mom after I left Trader Joe's and I told her what happened and I was like, oh my God, this is so upsetting. I need to let this go. And and I remember talking with her and hanging up the phone and and recognizing that 
I needed to get out of my brain and out of those thoughts and literally just allow that because there was so much, you know, there was just so much pent up anger and frustration. And and then just to be really like yelled at by this woman for no reason. I had to really dig deep <laughs> to find compassion, but also I needed to allow myself to just to also get out anger and frustration that was also pent up unrelated to the <laughs> the, the 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 altercation or encounter whatever you want to call it at Trader Joe's but i was so i worked really hard that day <laughs> to not just you know like go down a rabbit hole, downward spiral of anger and frustration which i know that we can do but really get to that place where I'm allowed, where I'm thinking about it and feeling it, like also considering her and having compassion for her, which was very helpful for me. And then allowing that, that just processing that and then allowing it to just let go. So how do you feel your feelings and then let them go? (laughs) Well, I mean, we do need to sit with the feeling and and sometimes that sometimes that feeling is uncomfortable and feeling and we need to feel that feeling for for some time and without judgment and not acting on it and you know paying attention to how you f- feel can help you accept that emotion and then give yourself permission to let it go we need to remember that pretending that you don't have certain feelings or denying your emotions might you know, maybe help express, you know, help help you avoid expressing them publicly, but it doesn't make them go away. Basically, you know, in fact, like holding on, you know, holding back on your emotions can can intensify them. It causes emotional emotion buildup, emotional buildup. So where do rest, repressed emotions go? Where do unresolved emotions go, they get trapped in our body. Unresolved emotions get trapped in the body where they can build and they can fester. Unresolved emotions drain our energy. This leads to burnout, emotional and mood imbalances, and eventually it can lead to disease. When we chronically repress emotions, we create toxicity in our body, in our mind, in our heart, and in our soul. Repressed emotions are stored in the body. For example, let's just talk about grief. This is such a difficult emotion. Holy cow, it is so painful. But grief must be felt. Did you listen to episode 36, Trust the Process? I talked about my mom losing her younger sister in February 2021. Oh my God, and now I'm going to cry. And my mom was grieving. I mean, it was really, really hard really, really hard to watch and experience from afar. And I hadn't visited, you know, um, Minneapolis. I hadn't visited home because it had been COVID. And and it's like, there are so many people who push down grief and try and move on before they're ready. But this, this podcast episode, Trust the Process, I brought that up because people try to push us through that emotion and everyone's going at their own pace and there's no there's no right um time frame that we uh 
you know, there's no, what word am I looking for? I guess no right, no right time frame, no specific, you know, everyone's going through their own process and we need to trust that. And, you know, my point with bringing up grief as an example is grief can be stored in the, in various parts of the body, like the heart, the lungs, the throat, the stomach, and we experience emotions in our body through physical sensations, and they always pass, you know, whether they are uncomfortable emotions or emotions, you know, that we enjoy. They do pass if we allow them to flow through us. And, you know, like I haven't held on to that anger <laughs> from that Trader Joe's encounter. And I know that there are large, larger, deeper issues that we can hold on severe Severe anger or grief or whatever from past childhood experiences and all that. That's not necessarily what we're diving into right now because that's 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 a very, very, very deep topic that's not not for this podcast at this moment. But you know, for grief, many people may have physical sensations like heaviness in the chest or tightness in the throat when experiencing that emotion of grief. You know, and if if someone says, let it go, you know, just let it go when someone's experiencing grief, you know, wow, it's like that is judgment. And I know that might be coming from a place of care and concern, but consider that that is might be impatience, that might be judgment, and we're all on our own time timeline. So let's just let's let's talk about how unresolved so here's the deal i i i i've talked about this before i've had a couple podcasts on um i forgot to look them up uh to to share the exact ones but essentially emotional um just basically, I can't even remember emotional intelligence, like feeling like and setting emotional intentions. That's right. Setting emotional intentions. And then I forgot the other one. But but the thing is, is like there's we we tend to label feelings or emotions as um, positive or negative, And that's very normal and human. And that's fine. But also. Emotions are not necessarily <laughs> positive or negative. Um if you really want to think about it, they might be uncomfortable. So, so I might say negative emotion, but I also kind of might not because I want to say uncomfortable because I don't want to put this label on emotions as being bad, for example, you know, but basically I just, I want to highlight three different ways, a few different ways how unresolved, uncomfortable, some might say negative emotions can affect your health. So I'm just going to repeat this again. Many of us don't realize that unresolved emotions, uh, you know, and being in a, in an, in a negative emotional state, um, can have deep and and often top a toxic, toxic impact on, physical health. So unresolved, uncomfortable, someone might call negative emotions can cause inflammation. So there are studies out there that show effects of emotions like anger, fear, disgust, sadness, shame that cause inflammation in the body. 
If uncontrolled or prolonged, this inflammation can turn into persistent pain as well. So, for example, this can explain why, you know, maybe people with unresolved anger or grief can get often get unexplained migraines or headaches, for example. I I've known and I've felt for many years that I've that unexpressed anger and sadness and feelings of loneliness were 100%. I've mentioned this on the podcast before, um, a big contributing factor to uh, my body expressing and finally being diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. So another physical um, expression of suppressed or you know uncomfortable negative emotions that can affect your health is a weak immune weakened immune system. So research all research is also linked emotional um repression to decreased immune system function. And if your immune system isn't working properly, you might get sick more frequently and then recover slowly. There are also New neuroscience studies out there that suggest that emotional and immune systems actually mirror each other. So this is also the reason why people with mental health disorders can offer suffer from immunological disorders too. Immunological, I mean, sorry. And so the unresolved negative emotions, again, uncomfortable emotions, negative emotions, whatever you want to call them, can call these immunological disturbances and weaken the immune system enough to cause frequent bouts of illness or even chronic disease. And and then third, cardio- cardiovascular issues. So there are so many studies out there that show that emotions like anger, grief, anxiety, depression can trigger coronary heart disease. We've heard this. <laughs> We've actually, we, you might have even ex- seen this in your family or with your friends. This is because not only do these emotions lead to inflammation of the nerves, but also to increased blood pressure and other risk factors associated with heart disease. So essentially, suppress, suppress, <laughs> suppressing emotions can add to severe stress, can add to the stress of whatever experience it is that you're going through and unaddressed stress tends to linger in the body contribute contributing to sleep problems sleep problems can read lead to so many problems it can and you know that unexpressed stress lingering in the body can also contribute to heart problems high blood pressure diabetes so there you have it feel your feelings or let them go What's your takeaway from this episode? What are you thinking about? I'm thinking that it's that we really continue to learn how to feel our feelings as difficult as that may be, and then give ourselves permission if that's necessary and learn to let let them go. And next week, I'm going to be discussing this more. in the podcast, uh, name it to tame it and feel it to heal it. I love those phrases. So I'm going to, I'm going to go into this more next week. So you'll definitely want to tune in for next steps on feeling your feelings and letting them go. And thank you so much for joining me today. 
If you are ready to make some real change in your life and in your health and really want to get to those emotional root causes of what's causing physical pain or physical distress and your health issues and you are ready to ready to dive in, let's work together. I would love to to help you and hear from you. You can email me at info at the wellnessheadquarters.com where we'll first connect. We can set up your free wellness consult call and take it from there. And until next week, say something nice to yourself. Slow down when you eat and say yes to rest. Hey, if what you're hearing resonates with you, I created a free resource just for you. Anti-inflammatory living, the essential guide. To get your free copy, head over to guide.thewellnessheadquarters.com. That's guide.thewellnessheadquarters.com to receive your free anti-inflammatory living, The Essential Guide.